So good morning, friends. For the remaining days of the retreat, we're going to be alternating in these instruction periods between deepening and continuing our equanimity practice, but also offering teachings on the mindful awareness practice. So today and tomorrow in the mornings, we'll offer these teachings on equanimity, keep expanding our capacity, the range of people and beings that we're sending, wishing, holding in equanimity, and then the afternoons um, cultivating the sense of presence, mindful presence that's so important for our practice. And so with that as the basic frame of the retreat, and I'll say more about this at the end, there really is an invitation for each of us to develop and find the practice that works for us. It's not like we're all on a train, you know, going on a smooth, direct track to one direction. This is a very individual process that we're engaged in here. And so we're just offering these skillful means, these tools, and then each of us will find the way. So even in the guided meditations, such as, as I'll do this morning, Sometimes they work and you can flow with it and it, it speaks to you and other times perhaps not so much and, and we understand that. So there's always that possibility of just resting back, having uh, more of a sense of spaciousness in your practice, openness in your practice, seeing what's present for you and then perhaps inclining the mind at different points in, in the meditation back to the equanimity, back to the mindful awareness. So no one right way. We offer guidance, suggestions, but each of us has to um, find our path of practice in that. So this morning I'll be uh, offering guided instruction on equanimity for the difficult person. So So again, as I said, when we... Uh, included this person in our metta, this is a place uh, of great sensitivity where we don't want to be operating out of any agenda or should about how we should be in relationship to this person or how they should be. It can be very easy to have a hidden or not so hidden agenda about this person that if they fixed what was wrong with them, they wouldn't be so difficult for us. And sometimes if we fixed what was wrong with us in relation, this is how we language it, in relationship to them, things would be easier. The equanimity, just like the metta, says this is how this person is, the product of all of these causes and conditions. Can I be with that just as it is? And again, as we said, this doesn't mean passivity or being a victim or letting people... Um, treat us uh, in harmful ways, not at all. But it just acknowledges right now, these are the conditions for me, for this person. And so we don't choose the most difficult person in our lives or in the world, um, especially as we're establishing this practice. That can be something we develop towards. But we really find a way of sitting with all of the complexity of this person, of our relationship with them, and being able to say, this is how it is. May I accept that this is how things are. 
And if that framing of the... Um, I don't have that sheet in front of me. The, um, of the traditional phrase works for you, to say something like, you are the owner of your karma or actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends upon your actions, not upon my wishes for you. Or... Um, all beings have their journey. This is your journey. Something that just acknowledges that all of us are the products of so many causes and conditions. And what's gone in the past can't be changed. This is what has happened. But what we can change is our relationship to that. Our resistance or our anger or our fear or our frustration. If we change that, that radically changes how we relate to our inner experience and these outer conditions. And then, of course, we can change going forward as we fully come into um, understanding and compassion and acceptance of these conditions. Something can get let go of or transformed that we relate differently going forward. These habitual patterns of contraction or pushing away or aversion can be lessened and we can actually shift. So this is the power of these practices. As we sit with this is how things are, something can get released to allow us to respond in a different way, in a fresh way, instead of out of our habitual patterns of resistance, of frustration or impatience. This afternoon in the guided meditation, I'll be talking about working with difficult emotions, or with emotions, they're not always difficult, but sometimes they are following on from uh, the talk Tara gave last night. So be offering more guidance in how to be with these experiences that naturally come up, especially as we work um, with these with these practices and perhaps with the difficult person. But just to say simply, it's just as we've been teaching, acknowledging, this is what I'm feeling right now, to give it a name, to open to it, make space for it, allow it, not push it away, wish it to be otherwise, but not buy into the story of it, not think that this tells us everything there is to know about me or the other person. This emotion, this response is also the product of many conditions, past causes, our habits, our conditioning, our fears and our hopes. So we just know it as it is. And again, this is where the spaciousness can sometimes come in. If something is strong, there's some strong emotion response, we can drop the kind of active part of the practice and just attend to that. Whatever it is, name it, know it, feel it in the body, and acknowledge this is how it is for me right now, this feeling, this emotion of sadness or fear or longing. So we bring everything to this. There's nothing that need be held outside, nothing need be an obstacle, there's nothing wrong that can happen here. There's just this process unfolding and our practice is, can we attend to that? with all of these skillful qualities that we've been talking about, with kindness, with interest, with compassion, and with equanimity. So whatever um, supports you in that, that's 
the right practice to be doing for that time. So very individual, navigating for yourself. Sometimes really meeting and connecting with an experience, external conditions for someone that you're involved in, you're connected to. Sometimes really connected to the heart's response, what's happening for you in relationship to that. And sometimes just sitting and breathing and inviting relaxation, acceptance and openness. Perhaps with a phrase of metta, may I feel safe? Or may I open to this with kindness? Whatever it is. So a lot of options as we do this practice. Trusting yourself. We can often want to be told what to do or think there's a right way to do this. And there really isn't. There's this intuitive feeling into. We have the teachings to support, to guide, give, give some suggestions. But ultimately, each of us has to find our way. So again, if you're not already, please sit, sit comfortably. And this process of settling into our meditation practice is an important part of our training. What supports us in becoming fully present? We start to know that very intuitively. The sense of the body sitting. How do you feel the body right now to know that you're sitting here in this room at this time? Perhaps it's through a body scan where you gently move the attention through the different parts of the body, specifically attending to anywhere you know you might have contraction or tightness or there might be aches or pains. So the forehead, the eyes, between the eyebrows, the cheeks and jaw and lips. We let the attention move very gently in this kind of kind, interested attention. And seeing if without any pushing or pulling, there can be softening there, relaxing there. Sometimes it's using the breath, a slightly deeper breath at the beginning. The in-breath enlivens and lifts us up, straightens the posture, and then the out-breath softens and relaxes. Go down through the throat, the shoulders dropped, the shoulder blades relaxed. Seeing how the breath is moving through the chest, an abdomen. It's often tightness there. Hold in that area, just relaxing. The middle and lower back. And then down through the sitting bones, the pelvic area. Again, relaxing and releasing there. And then checking in with the arms and the hands legs and feet. Can everything just be resting? No unnecessary tightness, holding. 
and just feeling the whole body as it sits here. Sensing the aliveness of the body, the breath moving in and out, perhaps gently attending to those sensations of the breath, just this sense of the body sitting, knowing that you're sitting. Other senses might be alive, hearing perhaps. Perhaps there's a bit of a visual sense, even though your eyes might be closed. This again is the foundation of our practice. This kind, relaxed, interested attention to what's happening. Steadying the attention with the breath, if that's helpful for you. Perhaps a more open field of awareness where things are just arising and passing. Sensations, thoughts, sounds, the breath, just held in this field of awareness. Now, if you feel ready, can invite into this field one of the beings, the people you've been working with in the equanimity practice. So it could be the neutral person, benefactor, or friend, just choosing one for now. And noticing what happens as you make that choice and bring this person into your heart into your awareness. Everything that comes with that. Taking a moment to connect in with this person and what you know of their life situation. So we feel that, the complexity, the challenge that every being has being human. This changing array of gain and loss, pleasure and pain, joy and sorrow, fame and disrepute. Perhaps there's some specific challenge in this relationship with this person. So you just let that register. Again, not telling stories about it. You know what it is. And then Offering to yourself, to this situation, the phrases of metta, sorry, equanimity. All beings have their journey. This is your journey. May I accept this is how things are right now. 
I can care for you, but I can't control your happiness or unhappiness. Offering these phrases gently. Don't have to rush them. You might be sitting a lot in silence, just feeling into this situation, seeing if there can be balance and openness around whatever these conditions are. You are the owner of your actions, heir to your actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends upon your actions, not upon my wishes for you. And also including perhaps sometimes going back and forth a little, how you are responding to bringing equanimity to this situation. Perhaps there is equanimity and you can feel a sense of settledness, acceptance, calm. Or perhaps there's other emotions of fear or sadness, longing, frustration. Again, knowing that directly, intimately, these kinds of responses have an impact on the body, on the heart. You can sometimes feel a heaviness or a contraction or energy moving. Again, not telling stories, trying to figure out or push away or change, but just this gentle knowing, naming, And holding that with equanimity. This is how things are for me right now. May I accept these, this experience with equanimity. So there can sometimes be a kind of flowing in the practice where you hold this being, this person, the complexity of their life that you know about. And then if there's some response internally, resting with that for a moment. So we include both.
So we notice when we get lost in stories, thoughts of past or future, regrets or worries. And again, we just recognize that. We can be mindful of that. But in that moment of mindfulness, of recognition, can choose not to keep telling the story. But just come back to a sense of presence, gently, without judging or aversion, added. Feel how you are right now in the body, in the heart, in the mind. Gently bring in Again, this person who you're holding in equanimity, begin the practice again. Offer some phrases that speak to you about equanimity for this situation, for this person, or for what your experience is right now. We do this over and over again, beginning again, getting lost or confused, recognizing that, taking a moment to reconnect into a sense of presence, and then begin again. Now, if you feel ready, bringing in this person who you've chosen as your difficult person, perhaps the same person you used in the metta practice, again, not the most difficult, the most challenging, but someone with whom there's complexity, strong emotions perhaps, Noticing what happens as you invite them into your heart, into the field of awareness. Again, taking care of how you place them in that field. Could be some distance away, what feels safe for you. And just acknowledging all of the complexities of this person and your relationship with them whatever the issue or challenge might be around this person. And we start to see we don't have to tell a long story. We know this. We know the dynamics here. So we just touch into it. 
not get lost in justification or explanation or trying to resolve. Just here it is, this person, this relationship, this situation. And we sit and breathe with that. This is how things are right now. May I accept these conditions just as they are. So the practice is that steadiness. Even when there's complexity, letting the complexity go. Seeing if you can maintain some kind of connection, image, felt sense with this person. But holding that whole set of conditions in this space of awareness and what equanimity you can bring. And then also, as before, this flow between equanimity around the external situation and person and whatever response in your own heart and mind. Sometimes one is is more clear or more needing attention than the other. Both included in the equanimity. I like the phrase Kamala uses, resting the mind before it falls into extremes. So we notice the push and pull of wanting to have something be different, get rid of something, bring something else in. And as best we can, letting that temptation go, just being with what is. This is how things are right now. Feeling the body, sitting, breathing. Offering these phrases that support balance, openness, acceptance for yourself towards this person or situation. Maybe there's a lot of space in your practice. Just sitting, feeling, breathing, and every now and then a phrase, a connection with this situation, person. If it does seem too much with the difficult person, coming back to just presence, being with your own experience of mind and body, or moving back to someone for whom it's easier for you to develop the equanimity around the neutral person or the benefactor, perhaps. So again, just intuiting. What supports your mind and heart resting in balance around the causes and conditions of your life, this person's life, here, now.
just as it is.
And in the last few minutes of the meditation, if you wish, bringing all of the people and the situations you've been holding in equanimity into the room together. So they're all here. Neutral person, benefactor, friend, and now this difficult person. All subject to the same vicissitudes of life. Gain and loss, fame, disrepute joy and sorrow. Praise and blame. What's the heart's response as you do that? Can you send them some metta, wish them well as they journey on through their life with all all of its complexity and challenges? May you be safe, protected from harm. May we all be happy, peaceful. May all of us here be healthy and strong. May our lives unfold smoothly with ease. Just this sense of caring that is at the heart of the equanimity. It's not distant, pushing away, but intimate, connected. And then dedicating the merit of this practice, this deep, profound practice of equanimity. May this cultivation of the Brahmavihara, a mental factor of equanimity, be for the benefit of my practice and my life, the benefit and the well-being of my loved ones, those near and dear, but also offered for the benefit, the happiness, and the well-being of all beings everywhere. So that all beings can have ease and comfort in their lives, no peace and happiness, and come to the end of suffering. So as I said before, as we go through these days, each one of you will develop your own flow and practice. Really in the individual practice times, it's up to you how you best support this deepening of equanimity and just seeing how these other practices of awareness and the kindness, the metta, compassion practice um, flow in there. So just an exploration. 
encourage you to do some walking meditation with the equanimity practice where you choose one or two of the categories we've been working with and consciously bring them to your heart and mind. There's something spacious and uplifting or opening about doing this, especially outside. And so to take that into the formal walking practice where you're just really connecting, feeling your heart, your response, saying the phrases gently, but a lot of it is just this um, sensitivity to the balance of mind that might be there and noticing when it gets distracted, pulled somewhere, and that willingness just to come back. Sometimes in walking, if we find we've gotten lost, what I like to do is just stop. Whatever, wherever, you know, wherever I am in the path, just stop and take that moment to reconnect to both a felt sense of presence, but also to my intention. What am I doing here? And how do I begin that again? And so I don't start walking until I feel that sense of connection to intention, but then just gently go on again. So you can kind of flow uh, in these um, subsequent practice sessions when you're on your own. When you come in here and sit, you can follow a sequence much like we did this morning, or just trust your intuition. The main thing is this intention. We're not just sort of wafting, so it's not just, oh, whatever happens. There is intention here. To develop equanimity does take some intentional effort, but it's gentle effort. It's persistent effort, but it's, it's relaxed and kind. And even just navigating that territory is so helpful. How do I invite and intend to cultivate equanimity without having an agenda and grasping and holding and being critical or comparing? That's a, that's a huge part of our practice. So... Just an invitation to um, explore the different practices that we're offering here for the rest of today. So any questions this morning? And Tara, would you mind doing the microphone? About this practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.